Hey guys, it's Brianna here. Welcome to another episode of Oh Brother, Your Favorite Big Brother Podcast, where I'm joined by my Big Brother obsessed friends to chat all things BB. Listen as we discuss all of the alliances, backdoors, and twists you love to watch. Plus, we'll let you in on some live feed moments that you may have missed. Enjoy! We're back. Shauna's back. It's been a while. How you been? Pretty good. Um, any any strong opinions? Um, I since, always have a strong opinion. Since, since we talked to you last. Question. I mean, I guess we'll kind of get into it as we go through, but anything that sticks out that you I didn't get to remember say? where we left off. I know. It's been a while. Yeah, no, you put me on the spot. I haven't a clue. Um, it's all right. We can I'm just, sure I'll have something to say. Yeah, we'll just jump in <laughs> and go from there. Um, if you listen to the ap- last episode, you'll know that this one's a little funky because I was in Vegas for a while at BravoCon, woohoo. And um, so this has like an extra episode in it. We're also covering the finale. There's a lot going on. So we might as well just jump right in. Um, we're going to breeze through some stuff just because at this point, you're all over it. Like this was weeks ago, feels like at this point. So if you're wondering why some of the stuff is is kind of... A quicker recap than normal that's why disclaimers aside let's jump in so we're taking it all the way back to the thursday before the finale top of the episode jag was trying to convince matt that sari needs to go because she's the bigger threat matt didn't really like the idea because he knows Sari's better for his game but he didn't really push too hard and this was the first point in the game where I was like, okay, this is the time where Matt needs to start playing for himself and making moves for himself. Not that he could have kept Suri anyways because he wasn't voting. But yeah, like, it was like he's kind of powerless. It was a time where I feel like he could have done more for his own game and he didn't. Um, which, as we get into like how the jury was feeling about people, I think they were also looking for Matt to like make some of his own decisions um this would have been an opportunity for him to do that in my opinion but he didn't also i thought it was funny that on the flip side of that jag's biggest issue with the jury i think is the jury management and in the episode literally a quote from jag was tell them they're both good and we'll textbook blindside suri so it's it's mad on one side being like well i know suri's better for my game but i'm not gonna do anything about it Jag on the other side being like, fuck it, blindside her. You always say that about Jag's jury management, but I'm under the camp that he is aware of what audience he's playing to, and he's playing with, you know, former Survivor star. He's playing with, like, he didn't super, get her vote, though. super fans. Uh, we can get into that later, <laughs> but I think there's more to it. Um, so I just feel like he was playing, like, a hard game because he knew that people would respect it. I get it, and, like, I think that it's It's riskier. And, like, he did it, so you're probably right. But I also feel like some of it was not him doing it strategically. I think some of it was just him not wanting to have to have conversations. Oh, yeah. And, like, being like, well, I'm just going to say that. But if you weigh the risks and you're like, "Uh, I think I can do it without having to have uncomfortable conversations that I don't want to have, nor do I care to. Then, like, fuck it. More power to you. I mean, it worked for him, so. First jury segment, we had a lot of kind of varying opinions from people. Cam immediately said he was a huge Jag fan, which I think is not surprising because Cam was 
the comp beast and he thought he was going to win being the comp beast so naturally he'd want to see someone else with the same strategy get there america was big on bowie's just following jag's orders cam however was like bowie has this pretty solid resume at this point like she's won some more competitions um which is true i guess but she just didn't have a lot of other stuff i feel like that you need to back it up both Corey and america were annoyed that bowie kept matt and jag around saying like it's terrible for her game also true in my opinion and at this point america was still very salty against matt jag and bowie jane and basically said i would vote for an underdog meaning if full sorcery got to the end i think she was planning on voting for one of them which i think is more where like that jag stuff comes into play because he was at the end with matt like they kind of both were in um, in on a lot of the stuff so it, it came up less but i just wonder if he had sat next to like felicia or sari i don't think it would have been I, I don't think he he would have won maybe against felicia oh yeah i don't know if it would have been the same case but i think as you're getting closer and closer to being next to bowie jane or matt yeah which is the only people that he was going to take and the only two people that were going to take him and that was his plan yeah. so like it worked out but when whatever. you're in like final five final six final seven and you're like oh i'm just blindsiding all these people not knowing that it's like he he paved the path and he won the competitions to get them out so it worked out in his favor but in like early game i don't know if i'd be doing all that blindsiding i feel like sari is nice and all and i know that she gets all this praise about how good her like personal game is and stuff i just feel like she made it abundantly care she i mean clear that she didn't care for jag so he was like i'm never gonna go with her yeah i think it's just because in the early game like she didn't trust him which like you shouldn't trust anyone big brother but yeah her and felicia i feel like made it pretty clear towards the end especially that they were not team jag yeah even when they were in that like faux final four Mm -hmm. so again someone better tempered maybe would have tried to plan out more routes and played a stronger strategic game but he was already kind of like it's probably my only path forward so let me just put all my eggs in this basket yeah and like (laughs) he was able to win out so it worked for him oh and then Corey was rooting for matt um and his reasoning was he hadn't he didn't have to rely on competitions to win and was never in danger which is my favorite opinion of all of them it was where i was sitting where i was like okay he needs to make some move towards the end so that he can say that he did something can't you say the same for bowie side of the duo no because nobody liked bowie and her social game was terrible she was still safe but matt she was safe but matt had more connections i think him being able to you know get in with sari and like that whole gang like he basically used sari to protect him the entire game hmm. um but then he didn't he didn't have anything at the end that like really set him apart which is where he his game fell apart but at that point Corey was like matt has never been in danger he didn't have to rely on competition so like if he does something big towards the end like then i would give it to him which is how i felt yeah i didn't think a single thing matt did was deliberate I don't even thinking I don't even think that saving Jag was a deliberate choice. I think he just wanted Jag in the house. Like I don't think any of it. I think that was, was influenced play. by Sari because she was like hoping that he would do that. Yeah, because um, she didn't want Jag to go home that week, and then like kind of convinced him to to use it, even though she voted Jag out. I think we have to give Matt a little bit more credit than nothing he did. Was I don't deliberate. know. If I can't call to mind 
Like he had a lot of conversations where I was like, okay, Matt is gaming these people. I guess. Like watching feeds, he he comes off like very aloof, but he knows what he's doing. Like there were so many conversations where I was like, okay, he's holding this information back from XYZ, but he's like giving information to Sari. Um, obviously he had some messy moments too, but like Jag on the other hand was talking oh, to everyone at one point <laughs> his his fourth quarter was great though i will say he cleaned it up like he he started off rough realized yeah. he was going home got saved was still a little messy but then he kind of he fixed it towards the end um oh and then i wanted to talk about this because i thought it was kind of funny which i don't know if funny is like the correct reaction to this but when Jag made the comment in the backyard, like, I'm an Olympian too, and it became this whole spiral. <laughs> I forgot about that. What is going on? And it was both parties, like, blowing something way out of proportion. Yeah, Jag was making fun of himself. Like, oh, I did track in high school. I'm an Olympian too. It's like, I could kind of see where Felicia was getting at. She's like, oh, it's like a disrespectful thing. She blew it, she blew it out of proportion, definitely, when she said it to Matt. But then Matt going back to Jag and saying, I want her out. Like, how could she do this? Like, she's using my, like, disability against me. I was like, you, all of you people have been in this house for way too long that everybody is getting so upset about this little comment he made. Yeah. And the idea that, I can't remember if this was said in the episode, but was it the concept that he was saying the Olympian thing to remind people that Matt was, like, a strong competitor? Because I don't think Jag is that smart. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think she took it as, like, him being an Olympian is something that's so special to him. And then, like, Jag's, like, throwing it in his face. So it's, like, a disrespect comment. I was like, y'all have been locked up for too many days at this point. We don't really need to talk about Serene and Felicia's speeches. They were lame. They both seemed like they were over it. Um, it was just, like, love you all so much. Yeah, don't remember like, a word from either of them. Nothing spectacular. It was a unanimous vote to evict Sari. So Matt lost his girl. She fell, I think, on her way out in between the doors. Good. <laughs> it was, like, weird because you couldn't really tell what was happening, but by what they were saying, it seemed like she her bag took her down or something. Yeah. Um, it's always funny to me that they have them carry their bags out because the first thing Julie says when they walk out the door is, you can put your bag down. <laughs> put that shit down. And most of the time, they don't hear her, so then they keep trying to lug it, and she's like, you can put that down. I'm like, why don't we just eliminate this? Like have them put the bag by the door someone can come and get it or something later yeah i feel like presentationally it makes sense because like the get whole your shit yeah the whole show is about like living in a house you had to, like pack a bag and leave because you've been kicked out um but agreed i did enjoy that she tripped and fell sari <laughs> hater over here she was just so whiny at the end some clips i saw of her complaining were like funny and then it just got i was over it very fast yeah i was like this is no longer like the funny big brother you've been there for 90 days or so I'm yeah like, it's not the one quick segment of Polly califiori like crying that he has to bake pies yeah it's like it's just you non-stop. just genuinely don't want to be there at all and i think that coupled with me having to see that robe every time is <laughs> just like compounding the aggravation for me um i do have a honorable mention section of this episode um but you've already brought one of the things up so the robe gets an honorable mention it does (laughs) because it was probably in the house longer than a lot of the house guests and got more screen time than bowie i assume (laughs) a hundred percent yeah sari finally was evicted um i was ready to see her go weeks ago and i'm also very glad she didn't win afp i mean we'll talk about that later but thrilled 
I was glad she didn't win. In her interview with Julie, she admitted that having Jared there complicated her game, which I liked. And she also admitted that Big Brother is harder than um, Survivor. And then I thought her analogy about, like, going to work and being in the Big Brother house was really funny. She did, like, a longer, very comedic version of that on the feeds. If I can find the clip, I'll put it in. But she was, like, talking to the cameras as if she was talking to Julie, kind of. Mm -hmm. Imagine going to work one day, even though you like your job. And they tell you that you staying for 100 days. And they got a bed. They even got a nice little backyard. They got a kitchen area, a cafeteria open for you whenever you want. And at first you're going to be like, well, I like my job. It ain't so bad. And then you learn that Larry hmm. from accounting farts all the time. <laughs> About day 37, you Larry sleep in your room and all he does is fart all the time. Right? And then you find out Allison from receivables don't ever stop talking about herself. <laughs> right? Then you go to the cafeteria and Henry, the secretary, he eats all the food on the buffet and licks his fingers before he touched the next <laughs> thing. <laughs> And you got to stay there for a hundred days. days. <laughs> and she tried to like remake the moment with Julie, but Julie cut her off before she could finish. Um, it was a good comparison too, because when you're at work, you have to have on a certain face. Mm -hmm. So it's like you could try to use a different analogy and it wouldn't work quite as well. Yeah. Like there's something on the line. You got to put on the, uh, the big brother like character people already loved her they all knew who she was and stuff she should just be like i need two hours of solo time a day where i'm gonna go sit in that room by myself and everyone would have been like cool matt had the whole have not room open all season long i'm sure he would have let her use it if she right? was like can i just go chill in there for a bit at the end of the episode we saw the hoh chenbot volume one which is the one that bowie won off she of loves winning the ones where she stands in between the walls it, every single time she's won i think it's been on a tiebreaker yeah and she beat jag on the tiebreaker so at this point it was not looking so hot for mama felicia unfortunately no. and jag and matt were thrilled because they knew they'd probably be safe and that they were both you know good until basically the finale assuming mama felicia doesn't win a pov and blindside their asses which is what i was hoping so badly would happen like imagine she wins and gets to cast the sole vote to evict one of their asses. It would have been so fun to watch. Yeah, I don't want a final three that's one of the boys and then Felicia and Bowie. I mean, I would prefer that over both of the boys and Bowie. At least um, the guys did things. I would have liked to see her get rid of Jag, but I know that's not your... Get bent. Your um <laughs> opinion? No. Top of the Sunday episode... <laughs> Bowie and Jag are planning uh, how they're going to get Matt to go up on the block without, you know, being suspicious, which is funny because, like, who cares at this point? Um, so they do this think of a number between 1 and t 100 bullshit. So smart. Which, like, I don't know if I would call it so smart because Matt clocked it. He was like, this is a setup. They didn't show that in the episode. But anyone would say that, like, though. 
but you would never know for sure yeah and also like who really care like someone has to go up like as long as you're safe like who really cares like jag's the one voting so i don't really feel like it needed to be a big thing nominations not surprisingly were felicia and matt after they did their little game with matt oh weird time to put this in the episode but i don't want to forget about it this was around the time when i found out that felicia's brother passed away during the season and she found out like week eight or nine and kept it to herself the entire time and her family like obviously encouraged her to stay in the house otherwise she said she would have gone gone home um voluntarily but i felt so bad for her she was just grieving alone in the house couldn't really talk about it to anyone she talked about it a little bit in her like exit press um that she like kind of just bottled up the emotions and like used big brother as a distraction but she was like yeah like some of the blow-ups and like stuff that happened in the house was she was like more related to that than anything she was like my my emotions were on high so I felt very bad I was like this lady had like the most positive like upbeat attitude the whole time and her brother she knew that like her family was home like grieving and stuff it was like this poor lady i can't believe there wasn't like one person in the house that she would not want to like talk to i know i think that maybe she mentioned it like when she knew she was going home or something because i i feel like i saw maybe saw something on twitter um that people said she said something about it but i don't know if they were talking about her exit press or if they were talking about something she said while she was in the house but yeah you'd think she would have confided in like sari or somebody um yep to like at least have but I think it's probably one of those things where it's like you either completely shut it down or you're open with everyone. Because I feel like, at least for me, like if I was going to talk about something like that with one person, it would just probably be on my mind all the time. Versus True. like, I'm just going to pretend almost like not pretend it didn't happen, but like not ever think about it. Yep. Then like maybe it's just easier to compartmentalize that way. Could be. Um, but yeah, I wanted to put that in here just because I feel like it didn't really obviously get put on the show, but she talked about it in her exit press and I was like, this poor lady. We then got a segment of Sari entering the jury house and they talk a little bit more about um, who they're leaning towards. They When they see that Sari comes in, they're really pissed that Matt didn't make a move against Jag when he was HOH, which I think was a decider for a lot of them um at that point because they a lot of them were on the fence sari had had the the quote of the jury segments both times this time it was i'd give jag more credit if he wasn't playing against two senior citizens one airhead and one idiot which i thought was hilarious and then we'll get to her her later quote but i was like she knows what she's doing she's done this before she's getting her one-liners in yeah it was funny but again i was already like so over her also just funny that she put her in the senior citizen category yeah (laughs) um we then had like i think probably your favorite segment of the whole entire season i know you were really excited to watch it oh can we skip this part (laughs) i mean you already did i literally (laughs) don't know what she said there's Um, nothing she could have said other than i'm giving back the money that i would have cared to hear (laughs) um if you haven't figured it out by now we're talking about taylor hale uh, I don't really have, I feel like this was just a waste of airtime. And like, I like Taylor, but I, she didn't need to be there. It was just filler, clearly. 
her very brief like one-liner that Julie when Julie was like what was the best move and what was the worst move like off the top of your head I agreed with she said the best move was getting Riley out and the worst move was getting Heisem out and she explained it a little bit and was like getting Riley out I think was good for the trajectory of the season and that like we avoided another showmance and she kind of had more of that side of the house on her side it was like a big alliance and then obviously getting rid of Heisem because he was like the best player on that side but so that I agreed with but for the most part it was like this is unnecessary like they're just wasting time with this should have just had Joseph back I know that would have been nice maybe pooch um, that would not have been nice <laughs> so um, at the after party was he there? I was trying to peep, like, who the different people were. I saw, like, Monty and some of the others. Yeah, I saw Brittini. a video of someone doing, like, the slow scan for, like, an Instagram story at, like, the Tatra Call party. And Pooch is, like, fist pumping. Of from, course like, he is. Trying to get the camera's attention. Classic. Classic first boot. Was he really first? Yeah. Wasn't that... Wasn't he? <laughs> Good event. I think so. It sounds right. I just feel like they had that bromance for longer. Yeah. They did have so more Romans. Maybe he wasn't first, though. I think he was, though. <laughs> That's even funnier. Because they had, like... I feel like there was a whole montage of them, like, having a bromance. Being bros. Yeah, there definitely was. That's so much funnier if it was for, like, two days. Power veto competition was Felicia's to lose, and lose she did. It was the day's competition. But they threw her for a loop because she was hell-bent on studying like more of the competitions and ceremonies and stuff like that and they threw in some randoms some little moments and so i think that threw her off yeah like when jag had Corey dressing up in blues clothes as day two yeah and then he was like wait a minute they wouldn't be that like <laughs> close by then jag of course won it and he broke the veto record let's go but can we rewind to what sari said about two senior citizens <laughs> and Aaron and no we can't no i won't take His it away skinny from- little ankles carried him all the way to the record i won't take it away from jag it's pretty sick i if you can say I'm michael jealous. was a comp beast you can say jag is they're both i would noodles. like to see them compete against each other they're very like similar in terms of like build build <laughs> and like i feel like probably mental comp wise i don't know maybe michael would blow him out of the water there but yeah the only like opposite thing about them is that people liked Michael and then hated him versus people hated Jag and then liked them. I feel like Jag was a, a roller coaster. What yeah. I've seen, most people hated Jag, liked Jag, then hated him again. But everybody hates everybody towards the end, I feel like. Yeah. Um, it's like no- we were in the house with them. Yeah, nobody's ever happy. Felicia hardcore pitching for Jag to take out Matt. As she says, it's his $750,000 mistake of not doing it clearly we know that's not true because he won the money but um she was she was going hardcore for it and I, we gotta respect it and i think honestly i think he seriously considered it but the episode was so short because obviously it was like an extra eviction i don't think they really showed it and i also didn't really watch feeds at all from like that thursday on because i was like all over vegas and then it's just not fun to only watch like three or four people in the house so it was boring watch them pick their noses and shit like that <laughs> so i didn't really see any of the like side conversations aside from stuff i saw on twitter both matt and felicia's speeches were very wholesome they did a lot of shout outs but they weren't like the annoying kind and i cried they didn't really argue for themselves though that was my only thing it was like come on 
Jag's speech was the sweetest of all time when he evicted Felicia. Oh my god. He had like back to back very sweet things to say. I know. In his speeches. Which well, is <laughs> until this which is why his final speech <laughs> shocked the shit out of me. Um but this speech I was like, Oh my gosh, this little boy it was, was so really nice. Sweet. My favorite part of this episode was just Felicia not being able to contain her cackling laughter with Julie. Oh my god, yeah. And like she was just so made for TV when she would we I think we had a conversation like in one of the previous episodes about when people turn to the audience when they're doing interviews and how it only works for certain people mm-hmm. and Felicia's the epitome of like the one it works with. She like said something and like turned and was like, okay. Yeah. And they all like busted up laughing and it like, wasn't awkward. Um, yeah, America did well. Blue did poorly. Mm-hmm. I think Cam did it a few times successfully. Yeah, I liked Cam. Someone did it right after Cam because that's Corey. when I brought it. It was awkward. Was Corey's awful? Yeah. yeah he like kept awkward. turning and like really engaging them like it's fine if you i don't know cam cam did a good job mm-hmm. there was like one line he did a turn to sari did a lot but she knows she's like a public figure at this point so it's a little different so I'll, I'll give her a little bit more grace and i think hers is more in reaction to other people like she heard them laugh and then would turn that's what america did too like she didn't angle her body and speak to the audience like cory was Play like up. catering to his his audience and it was very awkward same with blue but no one fucking wants to talk to blue so no but yeah mama felicia was just perfect it was so fun i love her um she also was like i'm gonna use my influence in that jury house which the sentiment was great but i don't think she realized that she doesn't actually get to stay in the jury house at all because once you get evicted you go to a hotel room for 24 hours for press and when you're that close to the end they just bring you in during the jury roundtable, which is kind of like your last discussion. Yeah. Um. So she didn't really. And were people get fed up time. with Felicia? Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like it was nice that she cooked and she was obviously a very positive and like fun person to be around. She was just like stirring up shit to stir up yeah. shit. Like she, the way that she would approach people, great for TV because you want to watch her just go up to the hammock and be like, "So what's the deal?" Yeah. So who's going up? But it's just very frustrating. I'm sure if you're <laughs> in the house. So I bet. Um, she had a little less sway than she thought she had. Oh, I mean, why do you think she was on the block every week? They were all like, honestly, this lady's pissed me off. We'll put her up. Yeah. If we decide <laughs> that this is the week, we'll get rid of her. Yeah, great for TV, but not great for, for people's sanity, I guess you could say. They were fed up with Felicia, but they were also fed by Felicia, which is, I think, what kept her around longer. So they were getting family dinners. Then before we get to the finale, we can kind of quickly touch on the the memory episode. This one was fun. I think just because I liked this cast a lot from the beginning that it made it more fun. Of course, my favorite segment was Felicia's requests and Mr. B um, responding. My favorite was her talking about how she's going to keep the kids in line yeah, and asking so like for the one. alcohol. They didn't put it in the episode, but she got her wish. Mr. B listened and gave her what she wanted. Oh, really? I think she is probably the most um, successful house guest of all time of getting what she wants out of Mr. B. Because she got a lot of her requests fulfilled, but that was one in particular that they actually did what she asked. And it was already after they had gotten alcohol that day. And she was like, we need more. It's all I'm asking for is this, this, this. And then they got it. So it impressive. Um, did you have like a anything that stuck out to you? I can't even. Oh, I really liked when they did the crying montage and Those it cut into. Fun. 
I always look forward to it, but I also really liked that Mimi was like, if one more person over the age of 30 cries. <laughs> she was like, no bullshit. I also liked that she got her, her steak gate clip. Oh, yeah. Like, this was the Ooh. Mimi that I liked watching hey. on feeds Ma. that steak. we didn't get in the episode. Hysom's DRs also were fun. Yes, I like how they cut it in such a way where I still could not tell if he was acting or if that's just how he sat in the DR the whole time. I think that's how he sat. It he was just like a wild. Quaint little... <laughs> also, the way they cut to commercial, literally it was just him saying, I am a king. And then immediate <laughs> cuts. Like it wasn't even like a, there was no transition. It was just, I am a king, commercial. Boom. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, that was a good montage. Probably... The only other one that's notable to me is I liked the one they did on All Stars when Kaser just kept coming in and like asking for like an animal, like Get a, a pet. <laughs> they have done pets in the past, so he's old school. So he was like, "Why can't we get a pet?" Yeah, he's like, "What has changed here?" Bowie wasn't in any of the memories aside from the ones that like everybody made it into, and like she maybe had like a side comment in like some of the other people's things, but. She was the only person in, like, the top six that didn't have their own dedicated segment. Yeah. We were robbed of a really good Izzy segment also. I know. I loved Izzy. I wanted her... I wanted them to do a thing of how much she hated Cam. Because like, she had oh, that yeah. conversation with Felicia, I think it was, where she was like, I just hate him so much. She was, like, crying. They could have worked it in, too, with, like, Heisem hating Corey. Yeah, just like, do, like, everyone a hate hating segment. each other. And then she also had the, my favorite maybe my favorite line from the whole season was i want to fuck them up i see that on twitter like every other day yeah she point. said it with her whole chest a hundred percent and her facial expressions will always bring me joy the family videos were boring nobody cried the most shocking thing was bowie's parents the most shocking thing to me was that i thought does jack have a brother i think so I started to get confused if he had a brother or, or if that if was, was his brother-in-law. Brother oh, I don't actually know. Because they had his sister and he was like only talking about how much he missed his sister, which he might have just said that because his sister was the one that got to do the video. Yeah. But all of a sudden I was like, is this whole time? It's not his actual brother. Zach well, no, because his brother-in-law? I feel like uh, maybe, but I feel like everyone on Twitter was like, that's Jag's brother and, and Cody, Cody, Corey's brother. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe people just got confused. But... If they'd have got confused, so did I. I assumed he had a brother the whole time. <laughs> but we also thought Jared was a dad, so there's that. <laughs> I forgot about that. His daughter, Bailey. Yeah, or whatever the hell the dog's name is. Yeah, Bowie's mom, I immediately was like, what's her name? Queen Clarice? Yeah. It was like, oh my gosh, Princess Diaries. <laughs> she looked just like her. Somebody on Twitter looked up because the, they were like these people have money yeah so they looked up the pillow in the background it was like a 400 hundred dollar pillow or something well you could just tell by the way that like bowie didn't need to win no she didn't give a shit but um, she, i'm sure she's making good money too as a probably barrister by day dj, DJ by, by night, night. <laughs> fucking bowie jane fucking fucking bowie jane it's so much funnier that she's a dj and can just put that she's into gonna her use sets it now that she I'm better about it if she doesn't i have not missed opportunity that. Somebody said it. They were like, how long before Bowie puts that in a DJ set? Oh, she's got to. Fucking Bowie Jane. Fucking Bowie Jane. No. Fucking Bowie Jane. Fucking Bowie Jane. No. Fucking Bowie Jane. Where's the bye-bye bitches? Today. Today. No. Turn our lights out. Blueberries, strawberries, raspberries, raspberries. Blueberries, strawberries, all of that shit. 
I hope she finds it fun and like funny and not because I think she maybe is a little sensitive and she got a lot of shit if I came out of that house I would be like I cannot believe a whole like there were 16 other people and all of them hated me. and not even just them like the reaction from fans has been so horrible to her that yeah I just I worry for Bowie a little bit I didn't necessarily dislike Bowie there was a time when I was like honestly like Bowie is fun I just <laughs> thought she was a waste of space Base. exactly like there's a difference which i almost feel like it's worse like if somebody told me <laughs> i didn't have a strong opinion about you you were just a waste of space i would be very upset and i want to clarify <laughs> i think she's a waste of space because of how others reacted to her being in the space yeah <laughs> if that makes it any better yeah i don't know if it does but <laughs> i'm sensitive you could tell me you don't like me for five minutes of 24 hours and i'd be upset You'd so be upset i'm so sorry it. bowie <laughs> um also my venmo is <laughs> She, yeah, I don't know. She rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And I just hope for her that she has a therapist that is very good at what they do. I mean, this. she grew up with those parents. I'm sure she's she probably needs well one. regulated. Yeah, she probably needs one. Um, part one HOH begins when universes collide. Classic. They started out with the, the endurance competition. And that brings us to the finale. So this endurance comp was, it was a great final three to to watch an endurance comp for because they all were pretty close to the end and all of them so far mm -hmm. and when i saw that bowie lasted an hour and 24 minutes i was like oh like this can be done soon and then both matt and jag went to just under three hours just to call it over rock paper scissors like they could have been done at an hour and a half and they waited to like another hour plus to yeah. do rock paper scissors it's funny to think about it and it's definitely just because Jag knew that he was going to drop either way. So he's like, if there's some way I can try to finagle a win out of this, because Matt's going to go for it, then, like, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but, of course, Matt ended up winning, which I don't even think Matt realized that he won. No, I think he had to ask what the rules were. He's like, how, how do we do it? And then Jag, he was like, oh, I, I lost. And then immediately got off. I want to rewatch the clip now that I'm thinking about it, because I know with almost 100% certainty that Matt throws rock probably there's yeah. no way he doesn't yeah probably well didn't you say there's like a thing about men and rock paper scissors yeah there was a tiktok trend where people said that men will always like throw rock first but i think there's a certain kind of man that wouldn't i was gonna say if anyone's gonna do it it's gonna be the white hetero yeah athlete man that's gonna throw the rock exactly so matt won part one and then cut to jury round table again sorry with the best line basically just telling um dr will that cam's social game sucked while cam was sitting right next to her and cam just kind of silently agreed i think maybe he made a quick little like yep yeah, you're right little comment yeah um and that cracked me the fuck up it, it was, so, was so good this is the story i like like she, i wish she had looked at him it all made it funnier that she didn't though somehow it did make it funnier, but again, it made me hate her more. Yeah. I'm like, just look at him while you're roasting him, at least. And it's even funnier that she was like, and no shade. Like, she even made the apology, but didn't look at him for the apology part yeah. either. Which maybe she's just more of a professional and knows to not look at him. Like, when you're filming a clip and you're talking, to, like, you know what I mean? You're less weird with it. But again, any reason for me to slander Surrey, <laughs> you'll take, I take it. it. I mean, she raised that spawn. Yeah, it's questionable. Spawned that. Spawned that beast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Felicia, again, Jag made a $750,000 mistake. I think it's the second time she said it. She said it to Julie. She said it now. Put it on a t-shirt, Felicia. Um, 
America and Corey were really big Bowie Jane fans at this point. They were like riding hard for her. Um, but then Corey kind of walked it back a little bit and was like, well, Jag was in control. Sari agreed that like he was the most manipulative one, which to people like Corey in America is a good thing. It seems like maybe to her, she was saying it as if it wasn't a good thing. Um, Isn't she like queen of the manipulation? But yeah, I mean, if you've seen her... And yeah, well, she was, only hugged and consoled Red that time because she <laughs> said that. I don't know. There was like a game rationale behind it. I think queen of manipulation, but it's less direct than like some of what. Oh, other better emotional manipulation and not just exactly. <laughs> strategy. I mean, in Big Brother, that's what you. That's what I guess. That's the bread and butter right there. The majority of them agree, agreed that Matt had the better social game, but again, they were all annoyed that he didn't make a move against jag um part two hoh jag won it and this was the competition felicia needed for the pov it was the competition order and separating mode into universe she never would have known universe but izzy had her study that oh really izzy had her and, and sari studying damn the universes so that she would have known and she would have gotten them in order. Would she have been as fast? Maybe not. But both Jack and Bowie went over an hour. So she would have had... If she got it right the first try or even like yeah. second or third, she probably would have won it. That sucks. She could have crushed it. Um, Jag was for sure that he lost because he was an hour and two minutes. Meanwhile, Bowie took an hour and 30 minutes. Um, so it was definitely really hard. I mean, it looked hard watching it from home. Yeah, that's a lot of moving pieces. And I consider myself like relatively analytical and... I feel like I'm good at staying organized and stuff, but the fact that they have types of names for the comps and the universes and the order, it's a lot of moving parts. I worry for myself if I ever, by some miracle, do make it into the Big Brother house because I'm a very bad studier and memorizer. So I think I would suck at it. But yeah, like the naming thing, I th think it was Bowie was trying to go by the names and that screwed her over a few times because some of the names for like comic and Humiliverse kind of were similar. Yeah, um, she mixed up the two with, like, the snot. Oh, yeah. She was, like, it was a goo one versus, like, snot a winner. Yeah. She mixed I wonder, did you have to run back and forth? I'm, like, could you organize them all there? I'm, like, I feel like I'd make little piles. I think that you could only carry two at a time because they had those two clips on their belts. Oh, okay. And oh, yeah, then, they didn't have one where they were, like, on a wall or something this year. I know. I do like that. Um, But then I think, because remember what Bowie was doing where she was, like, bringing them over and like kind of hanging, hanging them on the side so i think you sense. can do a little bit of that but it's harder when you can only bring two at a time to each area yeah um it would be easier if you could like sit in one spot and do one pile for this one pile for that one pile for this like and even them out yeah and then just go bring them <laughs> like that would be better which i guess you could do it probably just take a, a long time yeah i don't think anyone was surprised that it was matt and jag in part three Part three was the jury verse, which they both got all of the answers the same, even the one that they got wrong. They guessed the same thing. Um, they, did they even get, they might have even gotten two wrong. I know they got at least one wrong and both put the wrong answer. Um, the same wrong answer. Jag won via tiebreaker. It's lucky for him. Bowie wasn't there because she probably would have won it. Her tiebreaker skills are elite, apparently. He was close to. He was like six minutes off or something. Yeah. Matt had Matt and Bowie both had to plea for their lives. Bowie's speech was very standard, nothing special. Um, Matt's was very sweet. He called Jag by his full name, 
I know. I was like, what did he just say? Because I hadn't heard Jack's full name. I don't want to butcher this, but I believe it's Doug Jugteshwar is how you pronounce it. And Matt said it was so cute. Yeah, it was very sweet. Um, And he his speech was pretty good, but his problem is like closing it out at the end. He kind of gets rambly and is like, oh, yeah, that's it. Like he yeah. panics towards the end and the ending was bad, but the speech itself was fine. And I liked that he... He called his boy by his his real name. Of course, Jag takes Matt another very wholesome speech saying that he made the decision his family would be proud of. Such a sweet little boy. So here we are set up for like the most wholesome, you know, finale speech ever. Yeah. I'm like, he's really going to tug at your heartstrings. The part that he said to um, Bowie of if, if, if I'm going to lose six to one, I hope that that one votes you or yeah, whatever. I was, I was like, like, oh my God, brilliant. He's really doing it, doing it up. And like, Bowie's a sucker for that kind of shit too, so he was probably like planning that in advance. The question segment though. Yikestown USA. Matt was very terrible at answering the questions. He's not great when he's put on the spot. I also don't even know if he realized he was gonna have to answer any questions. I yeah, I don't think he had thought back to a thing he did. It was very, very awkward. Um, You're in there for 100 days and you don't have, I don't know, a conversation that you walked out of super proud where you can on the spot be like, this doesn't even really answer the question, but let me just bring up that time that Sari said to me. Yeah, and he had stuff he could have pulled from. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I just don't think he ever thought of it again after he did it. Right. Like his whole his whole thing about like being basically Sari's number one outside of, you know, Jared. Um he never once like brought that up or he never even brought up the fact that he like saved Jag until I think like his final speech. Yeah. Like, there are so many little things that I think he could have kind of sprinkled in that he didn't. Even just saying like there wasn't a leader. We were both just say I was the leader. Yeah. And then Jag immediately following it up by being like I would there was a leader and it was me. Yeah. Sick. Love <laughs> It was that. like so chaotic. Then they did speeches. Jag went harder than i've ever seen anyone go it was so shocking that i sat straight up on the couch like i had been laying down all of a sudden i was like why is he throwing this away i literally was like i think he just like fucked himself what was the word he used like three times oh single-handedly was so aggressive i get it like you want to take credit and like be the cutthroat guy but now Dude. you're making everyone feel stupid. You can say it was my plan or I planted the, the seed. Yeah. Oh my God. Every time he said single handedly, I was like, I think I might have debated putting Matt's key right? in that. I was like, whoa. It was so, so aggressive. Because single handedly makes it seem like you didn't need anyone's help. Exactly. Obviously, that's what it means. It's the definition. Yeah. So to be like, I, there's just no way. Mm mm. Because that's not what happened. No. I don't think it's how he intended it. Like, I right. think he wanted to sound aggressive and assur- like assertive. Yeah. But yeah, crazy word choice. It was too much. And then he, all of my, all of your blood is on my hands. I was that like, was fun. Bro. I was like, I get it. But like, after you just told them that they didn't do anything meaningful. But yeah, his, all you. his sister running up on stage and hugging him, I would have slapped my brother upside the head. I would have been like, you almost just cost yourself. Yeah, why did you do that? <laughs> you psycho. Um... Again, Matt's speech was aight, but towards no. the end, he fucked it all up. 
Like, I must have missed the I eat pot. He, his speech, he had like some decent points about, you know, rock, what paper, he did. scissors, and my boy. The rock, paper, scissors part was <laughs> outlandish and horrific. Um, but then towards the end, he just started <laughs> rambling and not saying words and just like staring. I was like, yeah, he gets stuck in a loop. I was like, yeah, please just call it done. <sighs> Maybe two of the worst speeches ever <laughs> in Big Brother history. I can't think of Truly any others abysmal. that stick out in my mind and then of course they make us wait and they go to the reveal well i guess they did vote right before the reveals um i think so because they vote right away and i think at that point we both knew that it was five two like we both they made it super clear i wish they i almost wish they told them that they couldn't say anything it's fun and cute when they do that yeah but it made it super clear and that speech from jag would have had me on the fence of like maybe he won't get Corey in america yeah that's what I thought too, because America seemed so salty, and like some of the jury clips that I was like, maybe that will send her over the edge. I think Jag's lucky that it seems, at least in the past few seasons, that most of the jury members have their minds made up before they get there. Yeah. Um. And again, Corey and America are super fans, so maybe they thought it was funny and fun, and yeah, it makes me think they must have had conversations about like a villain edit or like a good villain speech or something, because it was just so polarizing. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but then they did the reveals. The first was Bowie Jane lying about literally everything. <laughs> I love that Felicia got to be the one to say, we know you're not 35. Imagine Bowie's not from New Zealand or wherever she's from, and she just Australia. has an American accent. Yeah, sorry, The New Zealanders would be really upset well, or whatever. Well, I'm sure they think that we sound like we're British. I don't know. Maybe mm, not. I don't know about that. Maybe Irish and British sound the same to them. A Scottish and Irish. There you go. That'll work. Yeah, I'm still not convinced that we even know who Bowie Jane is no. at this point. Because her name, her real name is Miranda Ball, first of I'm all. I'm surprised there wasn't some sort of, like, old Amber Alert or, like, Bolo type thing where we're like, oh, my God, no. Like, she's been missing for, for 30 so long. Years. Well, I've said before, like, maybe she's a part of witness protection. But it wouldn't make sense because why would they put her on TV? Yeah, no, I think she was stolen by that family. There's something going on there for sure. Um the Felicia Denzel reveal being the lead in to the Suri and Jared reveal was very fun. Cameron got his moment. Great Felicia TV. got her moment. Okay, you again. could tell Cameron was waiting for Denzel to come out. Yeah, he was like looking around. Like, it's going to happen. It would have been really funny if they somehow got so Denzel funny. there. Like if maybe Julie had a connection or something, they could yeah. get him to show up. Um, All you need is like, I don't know if Denzel has kids, but it'd be funny if like a grandkid liked big brother or something yeah, that's what you need go. you need a family time yeah like, something. you have to do it it would have been so funny so then julie tees it up and is like okay well there is a relationship in the house but she said it as like familial she said um relatives yeah she said there are relatives in the house and he guesses jag immediately turns to matt and go which i don't think a lot of people caught this turns to matt and goes you and riley so funny couldn't tell if it was a joke or serious then immediately (laughs) to have been a joke then i guess because she wrote the letter though and they're they i think they said it early days like oh you're both like the blondies and stuff yeah um and And then (laughs) julie asks matt and matt says Corey in america again couldn't tell if it was a joke (laughs) I thought that was a joke because Jag had just made the Riley right. joke, but you were like, 
I don't know. He the looks. way he reacted when she said related in what way? And he was like, honestly, I didn't think it through. Like you'd think if you were making a joke, you would have just ran with or it. Or said married. Yeah. Some or like, I don't know, anything would have yeah. been funnier than, oh, I didn't really think it through. Um and then Suri and Jared do their reveal, which was great and all, and there like, was a moment I was excited to see, but they did not give us any of the reaction shots we needed. She's so mad. I was so pissed. Give us a two-cam, something. I needed to see their faces. I don't care about Jared and Suri hugging. I want to see Felicia's face when she finds out that her son is not her son. Yeah. I was so upset. I was like, please. It was a little frustrating. Especially because later they did some reactions to things where it was two-cam. Yeah, when they did the montage right after. That's all I needed. They showed all the uh, evictees, like pre-jurors, reacting. Reacting to them. Yep. I was like, that's all I needed was like... Screen within the screen, guys. Come on. I now. wanted the segment to end, though, because Jared's sweater. Yeah, it was loud. Awful. <laughs> Very loud. So bad. <laughs> also, not the worst sweater in the world to buy for your own personal style. Looked terrible with everything else. Like, I don't... It was the perfect storm of, like, it's loud and no one else was wearing anything loud. I think it's because there's so much going on, too, already. Like, there's so many people to pay attention to. There's, like, so much going on with, like, the background. Like, it's just too much. He tried really hard to be the cool guy, and it failed. But that reveal was fun. I had been waiting for that, and it's finally out there now. Yeah, I want to talk to everyone now on, like, do you think it was fair? <laughs> right? I know that Corey didn't think so. He, His react, I think Julie was asked him first, like, Oh, how do you feel? And he was like, well, I was trying to be Sari's friend after I evicted her son or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you could almost trying see to work with Sari. Like the wheels turning in his head. I could see him thinking to himself, well, why the fuck was I here? Like, yeah. And I mean, the good thing about the show is they're they're transparent about like expect the unexpected. And I mean, you can drive yourself insane thinking about all the ways that things could be a twist. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like false advertising right but it's just frustrating yeah i think like also Corey being a super fan like he's seen that there's been family relationships before that yeah. are, have been hidden so you know he he could have figured it out not one person though then or as they exited said they looked alike yeah that's true like once it got called out i know you were you were big on like they have the same face and that's what like i see a lot of people on twitter saying yeah. i don't see it because i'm blind <laughs> But no one, once they said family relationship, was like, oh, my God, I knew they looked alike. Or, like, yeah. it has to be Jared and Sari. Like, even after, people were just looking at Sari and Felicia, like, being like which oh one gosh. is it? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of crazy. I would have thought, crazy. I know it probably run the tape from an old episode, and I was t- probably saying the opposite, that, like, no one would ever see it. Well, like, I would have thought someone in the house. Yeah, like, <laughs> you definitely said no one would ever see it. But, like, 100 days, you're right. Like, staring at these people. And or, the photos are there. For like My big thing was, like, the photos are on a wall. And, yeah. like, you only have so much time. They did a whole thing where they all sat there and, like, joked around about, like, the pictures. Nobody sat there and was like, oh, they actually look alike. Yeah. Especially because, like, the Denzel thing, too. I'm like, y'all didn't think about this at all. Yeah. I wish Izzy got more time to talk about her involvement in this. She she got a little bit of a, know. you know, a question from Julie about it. And she got her moment, but. I wish they had, like, played the little clip. It's a quick clip of her, like, pulling yeah. him over right after. To just so for everyone reactions. to see that it was, like, literally the second they walked in the house and saw Sari. And for Sari to see it. Like, Sari's never seen that moment yeah. either. It would have been nice. Um, well, they had to shave off some 
content so that we could hear about the Christmas reindeer games. Oh my or whatever, gosh, so. that's stupid shit. Before we get to that, um, Jag won by five to two vote. Not surprisingly, the mamas versus everyone else, which is what we thought was going to happen based on what they said when they went to vote. I did think it was cute. They did their little Minuteman thing on the way out. I knew they were going to do it. I know you did call it, and it was cuter <laughs> than I could have like expected. <laughs> With the confetti falling and everything. Yeah. I need to see that photo. Like You know there's going to be a good photo of them. Yeah. They had their moment, but it was swiftly overshadowed by the AFP, which was unfortunate. The top three were Sari, Matt, and Cameron. And, of course, Cameron fucking won it, which I get it. Like, if you're a casual viewer... Cameron is so cool and he's a dad and like he pulled at the heartstrings type of thing and like oh he deserved to be there whatever but I just can't get behind it I I was glad he won over Sari just because she pissed me off so much towards the end same but out of those three I would have preferred for Matt to win it um if I had my way it would have been Felicia or Izzy probably if I got to choose, if it was just based on my opinion only, it would be Izzy. Same. But if it was based on, like, who I think deserved it the most out of everyone, I would probably say Felicia just because I feel like people who make it, who don't make it to jury are, like, way less likely to get favorite. So I would see why, like, Izzy wouldn't. But Felicia definitely, I think. Like, she was the most entertaining for me. Yeah. It's also impressive. Like, I know we've been, like, bashing on Suri. But, like, we are discrediting, like, how far they both made it in a game that typically knocks, like, older people out. Yeah. Really early on. And there was never really a conversation about, like, let's just get, like, let's the young kids work together because they integrated so well. They were so social. I mean, there were a couple times where they they would say something and people would be like, oh, don't slut shame or whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. But they integrated really well with, like, an entirely young cast. And I think there's also something to be said for, like, the age range on this cast was just higher in general so yeah. like they had more peers to kind of get the ins with some of the younger people first yep. and then you know the high sims and all like those people got out but because even 10 years like as i get older i'm like sometimes i'm in a room with people that are in their like early 20s at work and obviously i can i'm fine i can have a social conversation but you do realize you're like oh okay there's certain things that i'm saying where i'm like that probably makes me sound so old <laughs> yeah um so imagine doing that all the time when there's like money on the line mm-hmm. so good for them Gotta give props. That's my one nice thing I'll say it about Sari. I don't even know how old she is. She's probably like 40. <laughs> I'm like no, acting like she's like 60. She's up there. Oh, I think Cam- Cameron's reaction was very sweet. I think he was like super shocked that he won. Oh, yeah. To the other part like- too when oh, Julie asked Mimi. Mimi was like, which it was kind of like a backhanded thing, but yeah. he took it as like a compliment. She was like, I did not expect Cameron to be the hero of the season. <laughs> he was like, wait, what? Um... I love Mimi. I wish we got more of her. It is funny to think about, though, because he kind of was, like, the hero of the season. But whenever he was HOH, he was so chaotic. And when he would sit there with the sunglasses on and the camera would just pan to him smiling as, like, chaos ensued. Like, that's exactly what he wanted. And yeah. he executed really well. Um, but to then find out that you weren't the villain when he was kind of... He wasn't going out of his way and aggressively trying to be, like, the villain stereotype. But he was playing into it here Yeah, he was playing it up a little bit for, like, the benefit of And the when they other. asked him to do it, he was probably like... Oh, okay, I'm getting the villain at it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hysom. <laughs> he was giving, like, Frenchy energy to me a lot of the time. Oh, my God. That's, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> I, I would say maybe if Frenchy w- made it further in his season and had some weeks to chill out. Yeah, that's, maybe. That's what I'd expect <laughs> from him. And then, of course, we get this dumbass segment where they're like, ooh, we got a new thing coming out. 
Brittany, Frankie, and Danielle back in the house in the storage room. Way too long. To reveal Reindeer Games, which is apparently going to premiere December 11th. It's nine returners. One will be from this season. And then we have Derek, Tiffany, and Jordan returning as elves. I assume they're facilitating in some way. It's all pre-filmed. Wait, Derek? Derek X. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Um, It's all pre-filmed. They are... I don't know, I guess doing little competitions and someone gets to win $100,000. It seems like a waste of time. Will I watch it? Probably. Like over like maybe I'll wait till the whole thing comes out and watch it over Christmas because I think it starts the 11th, 11th and ends like the 21st and it's only like a handful of episodes and like depending on who's on the cast there are some people that I just would like to see again. But I don't know that I'll cover it on the podcast, probably not. Um it was a very lackluster announcement for something they've been teasing. Yeah, I don't really care for it. I don't even really enjoy watching the comps during the season. <laughs> like, um, unless you're not watching feeds and then it, like, matters more who wins. But, like, it's a rare occurrence that I'm watching a comp and enjoying it. Like, excited about so it. So, I'm like, you want me to watch a show that's only comp, no strategy? Like, I'm going to watch it for Derek X. Yeah. And, yep. like, that's it. And I'm I hope cur- he wears the hoodie. Uh, true. I am curious who from this season is going to be on because they said one person i hope it's heisem if heisem's on it i'll watch i think that would be a good one i fear it'll be cameron because he was favorite it could be although heisem did say he wouldn't even do the battle back but then actually in his montage he was like i will battle back yeah (laughs) come back so yeah i hope it's one of those two Mm -hmm. or jag because i I want to see if jag can win comps against other people that's true i don't want to see jag again i don't want to see cam again (laughs) Heisem, yes. Izzy, they probably would never ask, but I would like to see her just because she's hilarious. Um, it could be Red because he has a high social media following. Count, yeah. Oh, I would be so upset if it was Jared, but I could honestly see them doing that. Nah, because I feel like he's going to be like, oh, save me for the challenge. Maybe. Before we wrap up, I do want to drudge up some of the past because I listened to our very first episode and I have some of our preseason I don't know if I want to call them predictions because we didn't really say anything definitive but like some of the the opinions we gave on people early because I just find it really funny we'll start with what you said oh good I probably said a lot (laughs) (laughs) Um, I only kind of pulled out the people you said were your top three and there was one comment that you made that I thought was funny um your top do you want to guess who you said your top three were yeah okay go for it I think I put you don't even know her name now kirsten or Kristen, whatever that girl's name was izzy <laughs> i don't know who it could be that you think it's so funny i must have put matt no you said izzy blue and kirsten oh i did like blue early on yeah blue I, made me laugh just knowing yeah. like what we know about her now that she's like the arguably the worst one to watch during the episodes i do stand by that i like non-influencer blue mm-hmm. me too um when she's just like in the house you're having like authentic conversations and relationships with people i enjoy her a lot more anytime she spoke other than that i wanted to bang my head against the wall but maybe i'm just old but yeah the order of your your top three was izzy blue and kirsten izzy you said i immediately put her at the top of my list which is fun knowing that now because we both ended up loving yeah i kept her, her. um and then <laughs> For both Carson and Blue, you said you tried really hard um, not to screw yourself over. You were like, 
I'm not sure why, but there's just something about her. You said the exact Kirsten. same thing for both, Blue and Kirsten. Yeah. I stand by. I think Mimi ended up being what I thought Kirsten would be. Yeah. Uh, I wanted someone who was like... Under the radar. Yeah. But like strategizing and stuff. I just thought Mimi was going to be like super posh and annoying just yeah. because of her job and I judged her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, that that was the one comment that I thought was really funny. Um you were just definitely not convinced by Mimi and you were just very annoyed by the fact that she wore her heels during that competition. You were off <laughs> for like a solid like three minutes. Why you were going did she off. wear them? <laughs> just kick yeah. them off. She's still going. It's been a whole season. <laughs> um, and I like her now. I was she, I was rooting for her. It's even funnier because her that heels moment became such a meme. Yeah. And like people used it as a reason why they liked Mimi. And you <laughs> are like so annoyed by it. You're trying to win a competition. People were like, look at her go. She did end up falling though in <laughs> <Yeah>. the heels. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Sometimes I'm walking down the stairs and I almost fall in heels. Oh, we also called out that America went in the house first and Matt held the door for her. So we were over here like, America doesn't know shit about the game. Matt must know. Like, oh, did we say that? Yeah, we said something. We were like, maybe Matt knows. We can't really tell if he like watches or whatever. Well, we also said like, would you embarrass yourself by not Yeah, we had a whole talk about like, oh, if you were first, what would you do? Would you hold the door? Um, but yeah, <laughs> for, for the record, America went in first and she did not win. So Did you give any takes on people? Yeah, so I, <laughs> I said, no big feelings about Bowie, but she didn't get much screen time, which ended up being true of the entire season. Can you just make that the episode title? So, yeah, so that was maybe my best take yeah. of the, the whole like intro episode. <laughs> Nailed it. I said that I liked Corey despite him having mixed reactions from fans, which remains true for most of the season up until the very end. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I always liked Corey. He just, I think he was too tied to America. I called Felicia a beast and had high hopes for her. And wanted her to team up with Suri. So I got what I what I wished for in, yeah. that, in that scenario. I wanted her to wear some pants, but <laughs> yeah. I did not get what you I wished for. You did say that. You did say that. She was wearing a lot of uh, dresses slash moomas slash giant t-shirts all season. And that beanie. Oh my god, that <laughs> tight little... It looked like something you'd put on like a doll or something. Good thing the backyard was barely open. She'd have tan lines. Honestly, she probably <laughs> would. Uh, that would be scary. She was the one I had the most strong of a reaction to i think yeah, in that episode her. and like throughout the whole season i've been like obsessed with her so that never changed um i liked mimi but i said she's either gonna play too too quick too big too fast or whatever the saying is too like, hard too, too hard too fast um or that she was gonna be like a super gamer and be really good which neither of those really <laughs> ended up being true um there was potential for the latter to be true but yeah she failed um at that she, she stayed too far under the radar yep and then despite you clocking izzy being like a top personality i was like i think she's gonna annoy the shit out of me which wild because you liked britney yeah to a to a point i liked britney i liked the campiness that was britney <laughs> what was i gonna say that I clocked Izzy. Oh, yeah. Immediately, you were like, oh, my God, I think I love her. And I was like, I think she's going to annoy the shit out of me, but, like, we'll see. I'm like, it'll either go one or the other. Which is funny because I ended up loving her, but I think the majority reaction that I saw on Twitter was people fucking hated her because they found her so annoying and, like... Casual. She had... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, no, honestly. Even, like, people in, like, Big Brother Twitter hmm. 
had strong it was very she was polarizing i think a lot of people didn't like that she had her hand and everything and like was always causing like flip-flops and stuff oh i love but the that's chaos. the shit. like i'm team chaos i like to see that stuff um the only reason i was sad about that is because it's how she ultimately like ended up going yeah home. <laughs> bummer for sure i think i may have said something at one point about the fact that oh this might be in a later episode where i was adamant that blue would turn or blue izzy or anyone that found out the secret would turn if they were on the block and i guess I oh yeah because no one did it was izzy you were you were like there's no way she doesn't and i was i was arguing that um she's so far up Suri's ass and she's like so into this fields yeah. family bullshit that she would never do it yeah i was very Which i think we talked about once izzy went home maybe yeah and then i think i did the same thing with blue probably yeah um which she not a lot of faith the way she people. did it was very sweet i thought yeah when blue like revealed it to Suri. but yeah you definitely thought izzy was gonna yeah i it. think i said cut it here and put yeah you, you <laughs> did say something like that I'll, I'll see if i can find it and put it in here <laughs> i was like there's no way shall we move on to honorable mentions yes i feel like i should put some like you know when they do like in memoriam <laughs> segments or oh, like I was honorable trumpets or yeah or like a I'm trying to think of what even the music would be when it's, they're like, roll out the red carpet. Yeah, and they yeah, put, like, this music soothing. on. A little jazzy. Um, also, feel free to throw anything out if you think of anything off the top of your head. But I do oh, have, I have one immediately. All right, go for it. I want to figure out if I can get anything that's on your list. Okay, go for it. Well, we already said Suri's robe, so we'll start there. That Next. pineapple? Oh, no, I didn't put the pineapple. <laughs> that's a good one. What was the name of it? I don't know if I can Riley named it something. Yeah, it I had think. a name. And I think they made a, another one after that first one rotted. Yeah, there was one within the last, like, two weeks. Because I remember being like, that stupid thing's back. Yeah. With the sunglasses on. I would also like to say, I believe all of these things got more camera time than Bowie did. Um, oh, Matt's not, abs. Not just the um, the robe. Matt's abs is not on my list, but something else that that Matt um, really enjoyed is on my list. <laughs> not Matt's toothpick. <laughs> Matt's flosser, which one of the main things that I've seen as I've been stalking the cast um, for my, my postseason Where Are They Now episode is that both um, Riley and Izzy have taken videos of rogue flossers on the street <laughs> and posted them to their Instagram stories with no like, caption, nothing out of context. Um, you would have no idea why they're posting that. But in the context of, like, it being Matt's gross habit is very funny. They just infiltrated so sporadically. Like, yeah. it, well, you weren't eased into, like, you saw him floss one night. And then, like, he used it for a little too long and a little longer. It was just one episode. I remember seeing a clip of him talking with it and thinking that's gross. And then it cut to Sari doing the same thing. It became a fixation. Yeah, and I was like, what are they all doing? And then you said that the that production told them to stop right? yeah they were like i don't think they outright said don't do that but they were like people think it's gross yeah <laughs> and he was like i can't believe that people think that's gross yeah your bacteria ridden piece of plastic <laughs> sicko um any other guesses um oh, oh felicia's mic pack <laughs> uh, no but that should be on there i have felicia's mustard seed on my list <laughs> <laughs> I almost made a joke earlier. I That's think it got one. the most shout outs out of anyone. In yeah, the entire, it did. In the entire season. <laughs> Fuck the family members. Felicia's mustard seed made it into so many speeches because she was in the box so many times. <laughs> Do you have Corey's robe tie that he wears a headband? I had um, Corey's pink hat. Oh, uh, pink so hat. Same, same vein. Yeah. Um, especially just because the pink hat also made the appearance <laughs> when America like was uh, evicted or whatever. She's yep. wearing it. Any others? There's three others I have that are I think are big ones that we haven't talked about oh, yet. Big ones um blue's hair roller okay which got also got a lot of screen time anytime sure she was not did. done up she made sure that that was 
yeah featured um the little party hats <laughs> oh no but that should be on there um it's not as um permanent as the roller was i think it was just one of the ones that we really liked yeah something else that i think we talked a lot about but most people most <laughs> other people probably didn't oh um america's blush oh my god yeah at one point mimi's blush but i feel like she she toned it down yeah regulated based on the lighting i think because america seems like she's big on like the blusher on the nose too Mm. that was really what did it for me like the blush on the cheeks was intense but she also had so much on her nose that i was like this girl looks like rudolph yeah (laughs) somebody help her oh is it a felicious hot baked potato oh my god (laughs) that was like one of my favorite clips of just the the way in which she took it out of her pocket like it was this big secret um now i have one more and it's related to jared which i feel like that gives away what it is oh his bandana his goddamn bandana i forgot about that (laughs) um i'm so glad we didn't have to see it after yeah that was miserable it was so bad Corey's mustache Corey's mustache should be on there um Oh, his mom's like we didn't talk about yeah. the jury's videos. Oh yeah, so if you didn't see it, they posted on social the the jury members um did like family videos, and Chorus is my favorite I think out of all of them. Yeah, it was sweet. It was his mom, dad, and little sister, which I didn't even know he had a little sister. I think that they talked. Uh, well, Probably maybe it wasn't feeds. in the episode, but they talked about her because she was in the photos when he oh got yeah his stuff during the double the hoh stuff but yeah it was really cute and the his mom said something about like america we love you we hate the mustache and i love that they corrected them and said it's americori yes because the, the whole time that's all we talked about was them saying core america we're like americori's right there so and cory going oh it's we're americori oh okay so i guess we have to switch now uh his little sister was so cute she clearly had a script she's very smart she, she knew what but she, she she presented her lines authentically mm-hmm. which i appreciated yeah versus and not to say anything bad about a little kid but <laughs> cam's daughter is far younger and was fed just line after line yeah she was just, like reading something um to, and to be sure. fair i would have cried and not done anything yeah i would have been like i don't want to but and i cannot tell you the difference between the ages of these two girls i think cameron's daughter is younger but i don't know how but no by how much yeah but cameron's daughters did make me cry yeah she's sweet she's like such just she just looks like a little angel yeah that girl and cam was upset and even blue was like rubbing cam's back which i thought was nice because you know blue doesn't doesn't like him at all there's no love lost there blues was sweet too her mom was cute yeah which also another thing a spoiler for the where are they now episode um blue's mom hosted the final cast dinner party at her restaurant which is very sweet and apparently she's a big sari um big mimi sari and felicia fan um, Mimi in particular, who she took a shot with, um, <laughs> which I guess is a big deal, according to Blue. Yeah, I liked seeing Blue's mom because of... Remember when Blue didn't know if it was Suri or Felicia who was... Related. She was, like, talking to the... She was talking to Felicia as if Felicia was Jared's mom, and she was talking, like, all about her mom that day. Uh-huh. She was, like, really sweet. She was like, oh, it wasn't really nice to my mom, and, like, blah, 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 but as I've gotten older... Um, and her mom was, like, so nice. She was like, thank you for being born my daughter. I was like... Yeah. You kidding there was like um another moment on feeds where she i think she was talking to sari and maybe cameron it was definitely like the some of the parents and she was saying she saw she watched that movie um oh, i forget what it's called turning red it's turning called red. turning red that yeah, was good i cried during that too but she talked about how that was like her experience with her mom she Aww. was like that she's like that was like us on screen she's like that movie like 
ruined me she was like it was so but she's like honestly seeing that even as an adult like made me understand my mom more mm-hmm. and like her perspective on everything um so yeah just very cute anything else the only other thing maybe this goes in your other episode but matt the map montages of like all the shit talking of in america oh i know so bad and the amount of press that have asked him about it now yeah and he has to like walk it back it's another one of those things where like not to like defend matt in any way because i do think that like a lot of the stuff he said is like dude come on but it's also like you have nothing else to think about and like i talk shit all the time about people and it's not on camera um yeah he had a creepy obsession with riley and like he made a comment at one point that was like oh yeah well now Corey and america have to um have a proposal on the finale because they don't want the spotlight to be taken by me and Riley. like he was very into this whole idea that him and riley have now taken the spotlight and they're like the big couple from the show yeah and i think that's where a lot of the shit talking on his end like originated from and i Um, guess i think a lot of it stemmed too from like america coming in and like clean or coming in at the end of him cooking something and like helping a little bit and he got annoyed and then it was like a running joke that she like didn't cook or whatever yeah and i'm like don't discredit that i also should talk more than your average person the duality of like them cutting the clips of just america always being like matt's such a nice guy yeah. like bringing him blankets and i'm sure maybe she should talk to him too and they just didn't cut those clips but just made it seem real bad yeah him being like she doesn't cook she doesn't clean like she's not attractive like yeah he was rain it in but there were some low blows i was like okay yeah she's um, also ridiculously like she's so pretty yeah she's so cute it's very she's weird. like traditionally gorgeous yeah it was very strange i guess that's it congratulations to jag i'm the first sick player to ever win big brother which is sick which is sick man heisen was so excited to yeah. hug him too when he i thought their all their conversations were really wholesome it was very sweet so yeah props to jag i feel like they should have given him more of a moment yeah well that's why when i was saying like earlier i was like his victory was cut pretty short by them immediately going to AFP, probably, like you said, because they needed time for the stupid reindeer games bullshit, but... Because, like, who was the first black winner? Was it... It was Xavier. Mo- Xavier. Because it was Xavier and oh, then and Taylor, Taylor beat and then... Yeah. And then, um... And then Jack. I guess which, maybe not. Maybe they didn't do a whole huge thing, but looking back, I feel like they did. Yeah. It or at least like be like, it. how does it feel? Like, ask how does it feel in general, and then be like, well, the I don't first, know. Yeah. Do you say anything other than I single-handedly mastermind your d- demise? Demise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I love Jag. I'm happy for him. I want to. I'm um, I'm talking to you right now, Julie Chen Moonves. I do not want to see him again for a couple seasons. <laughs> Please don't do what you do to any of my favorite players and bring them back. I no longer get to like Polly. No, Paul. I no longer I get say to Pauly. like. Yikes! I no longer say. get to like Cody. I no longer get to like anyone that you bring back and make me dislike. So leave Jag with his truck company and his 750k, and that's it. I want to see him on Instagram, and he can host a comp. Yeah, maybe not I, because Johnny Mac came and hosted a comp, and that made me <laughs> that made me look him scared. up. He has a lot of controversial opinions. I want to they, they live in my memory now, Julie. Now I'm scared if Derek X is coming back for Reindeer Games. Although I think he's fairly safe, and he's yeah. Hosting. Derek X is on TikTok making bank. Every TikTok he he posts is like paid pro, like promotion. Also, commission they length. won the Amazing Race. So they're rolling in the dough. Yeah, they've got a lot of money. Um, 
but yeah that's true i feel like anytime they bring back people it's bad news so yeah hopefully. i'm always hyped for it oh okay well um then i guess i'm glad that dan's gonna be on traders let's start a traders podcast yeah we could talk about traders on here um we can do like a recap at the end or something yeah that'll be fun i'm yeah. excited for that and you oh wait you have to talk about your theory for reindeer games on who you thought you saw <laughs> oh oh my god so they showed clips which now i'm realizing that like i don't think they filmed this yet so it's probably just clips from other seasons <laughs> although no they were wearing christmas stuff i don't remember they're right christmas though stuff. it is pre-filmed though so maybe they did already film it um but there was a clip from a slip and slide <laughs> and i swear it was derek lavasor however you pronounce it Lavoisier, um, i don't know <laughs> derek mastermind derek just Pop because derek. i was like that looks like a a big dude it kind of looks like Derek yeah. I don't know something about his gait and like the way he was shaped I was it like it was like this hunchback larger <laughs> little white man, man. yeah I was like, what is this um, but it looked like Derek I literally went back and was like don't you think and you're like oh I kind of see it that could be a good uh, opportunity for Derek to get back maybe I'll just ask him on snapchat he answered me that time yeah that's true <laughs> um but yeah I'm curious to see who else is on it I hope it's like people that you know otherwise wouldn't go on but are willing to sacrifice like a week to go pre-film something yeah because like those are the people you want to see like just the, like a little bit kevin. of their personality <laughs> kevin shaluba huber <laughs> actually we almost made it a whole season of the podcast without saying it. honestly um, i think if they told him he could go back in the house for a big brother season he'd probably do it he would just sit in the kitchen and hang out <laughs> he's not even eligible that's to pretty win. much what he did his season <laughs> aside from winning that money the first day <laughs> um but yeah Derek would be up there on my list of people to say so. Well, based on my (laughs) calculations, he's going to be there. I can't wait till we see who it actually is. Yeah, now I'm thinking maybe those were just clips from other seasons (laughs) that they conveniently didn't show anyone's faces, and then they used one Christmassy clip to make you think. It probably was. Because I feel like Derek wore a Heather Gray t-shirt quite often. Yeah, now I'm like, let me go back and rewatch that one one more time. He did win 500K, so I hope he upped his wardrobe. Yeah, true, true. Also, someone on Twitter pointed out that the reason there are nine house guests is because there's nine reindeer which really didn't click does that count rudolph i think so i didn't do the math but i'm assuming you want to sing it for us or what no because i honestly gun to my head don't think i could name them all donna it's donner first of all (laughs) donner and dasher and cupid and vixen prancer comet cupid donner and vixen we already said donner though so we're out of order. Five, six, seven. That's seven. I'm going to throw up. But do Jeffrey you recall? <laughs> we missed one in there somewhere. Vixen? Did I say Vixen already? Yeah. Oh, you shit. cut me off at Vixen. Donner because you said da- Cupid. <laughs> Cupid is not a reindeer. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. Cupid is that little baby with the bow and arrows. Wait, hold on. I don't think it is. I think there is one named Cupid. Really? Oh, hold on. Now you got me questioning my whole life. I'm going to look up the reindeers real fast. I just started crying immediately. Oh, there is a Cupid. I stand corrected. (laughs) Three, four, five. I was like, I really worked it into the song at a young age. (laughs) There is nine and Rudolph is one of them. Okay, good. Dasher and Dancer. I think we maybe were missing Dancer. (laughs) Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. That's so funny. Although, I get why they bullied Rudolph, because I would eight would have been a better number, and like all the other names fit in the song, but his yeah. doesn't. Well, that's why it cuts to and don't and you recall? Do you recall the mo- no, it cuts because he has a red nose, and they all bullied him because they're mean. 
who do we think's gonna get to be Rudolph? I wonder if that plays a factor. Like, do you think there's like a the Rudolph is like the the head of household or something? <laughs> Although no. I don't even know how you get out. I assume you just lose a competition and that's yeah, how you I get out. Yeah, I think it's just going to be, yeah, bracket style. I don't know. I think, hold on. Let me see if I can pull up that tweet that I sent you. Because it had some uh, some details. <laughs> I'm still thinking about <laughs> this how cares. much you could have gaslit me into thinking there was no yeah, I really thought for sure. Because why would they name it after the freaking little baby I know. Guy? I've never really thought about it before. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And Donner. Like, Jeffrey really did not number <laughs> Well, it's a different name. I know, but... Entertainment Tonight? Weekly? One of these. I, don't, I can't tell. Um, they put out an article, and it says, None of them will actually be living in the house. They will not be voting each other out. Instead, BB Legends will be doing battle in the most holiday-rific, challenging, and unpredictable competitions. Each episode will feature... Three competitions that culminate in something called Santa's Showdown that determines which player is eliminated at the end of an episode. Four players will eventually make it to the finale on December 21st with one ultimately claiming the $100,000 prize. None of these competitions will be taking place in real time. Entire thing is pre-filmed, no live shows, no live feeds, um, and there's no host. My main comment there, why would they not call it Santa's Snowdown? Oh shoot! Yeah, you're right. Get me in the writers' room. Yeah, they missed the opportunity. Well, they're they're probably lacking writers right now because I think they finally figured out the strike thing. So. True, true. The no host thing is weird. I mean, I guess Jordan, Tiffany, and Derek, like as those elves, that's probably their role, maybe, to yeah, like maybe host. Maybe like the whole Big thing? Brother talks over the, I don't know, and tells the like elves what to do, and he just talks oh, like, over that's the intercom or something. Kind of creepy. I don't know how I feel. Yeah, it sounds really gimmicky gimmicky probably gonna be awful but i'll probably watch it like i don't even know what the goal could be other than someone's like to keep this lot moving let's keep using something on like doing something on yeah it. just i think to fill airtime honestly because they don't have like ghosts or like any of those other shows with new episodes that they can put out during like the holidays i think that's that's it until until i do a where are they now episode which i am feverishly stalking your faves and your least faves so you'll i'll give you a rundown of what they're up to after after um a couple weeks go by but i think that's it looking forward to it adios thanks for listening bye bye that's a wrap on this episode to join in on the discussion use the hashtag oh brother podcast on social media and you can find me at it's me Breely everywhere thanks for listening bye